Welcome to the Lafkate podcast. Lafkate is a seasoned teacher of the Word of God, an author and pastor of Vision Impact Church, a thriving church in Ghana. And now, today's message. We will continue to look at the subject, It Is Well. In our previous broadcast, we asked the question, What do you do in challenging situations? And looked at the first point, which is get up. We said when one finds themselves down, it is an opportunity to rise up. Because the only way up is getting up. The second point we looked at is wipe off. And what did we mean by wipe off? We said sometimes when we go through challenging situations, we tend to think we are a challenge. When we go through pain, we label ourselves pain, trial. When we go through all kinds of situations, what your fathers and my fathers have gone through, and we may be going through ancestral curses and all kinds of things, then we put a label on ourselves which weighs us down. So wipe off, we meant take off any label you have on you. In today's broadcast, we'll be looking at the third and final point in what to do when you go through challenges, which is to move on. In moving on, I will want us to address two areas to move on from. And the first one is moving on from failure. When failure comes, we feel confused, perplexed, and depressed. When we go through a time of failure, Everything around us feels very dark, hopeless, and it feels as if life itself has been taken out of us. We wish to just die. But when failure comes, I urge you that it is the time to move on, for that is not the end of life itself, as you may want to believe. The Bible tells us in First Samuel, chapter 16 verse 1 that the Lord said to Samuel how long will you mourn for Saul since I have rejected him as king over Israel you know sometimes you feel a failure maybe you have trained people you have an organization you are the CEO of your company you are the manager of the company there are people under you and you watch most of them leave and many a times you have looked inside yourself and you know I have not hurt them. But people are just disloyal, unfaithful, not committed to the cause. There are not many people who stand with you from the beginning to the end. Maybe you are a pastor. You have trained people, deacons, church leaders, associate pastors who are disloyal to you and they move on. And you begin to hurt deep within and you question, am I a failure? You know you've not done anything wrong. So as they move on, you see yourself as a failure. You are thinking of what others will say about you. And if I'm speaking to you today as a pastor, as a church leader, as an organizational leader, wherever you find yourself a businessman, a businesswoman, maybe you are a hairdresser, you trained apprentices, they did not even end their apprenticeship. It's difficult to impart oneself into people and then you see them going away not even a thank you did you receive from them 
You have had your hope that this child is going to take after you, inherit you, and inherit the business, and take the business to a higher height and leave a legacy. But he has squandered the money and he has moved on. You take it upon yourself. And you, you have sleepless nights weeping for these people who have moved on. Weeping because you think you have failed just because they left you. I came to announce to you, like God said to Samuel, fill up your oil. There are many more people to be trained. Fill up your horn with oil and impart yourself. Anoint somebody else. Train somebody else. If 10 people leave, one person will stay. And that one person might be the one who will do the greatest you can ever imagine. In fact, as I share this now, I think of Billy Graham. I learned that the evangelist who prayed before he came to Christ had mounted a crusade for a week or more. And no one gave their lives to Christ. Eventually, Billy and his friend were the only two people who went forward to receive Christ. I believe at the time the evangelist who was preaching felt so much a failure because nobody was giving their lives to Christ. And yet, through his message, one man gave his life to Christ who for decades has preached the message of the gospel all over the world and brought literally millions to salvation. Was the evangelist who was preaching for two weeks and catching no soul a failure? So I came to tell you, like God was saying to Samuel, fill your horn and move on. It requires that you move on when you think you are failing or when you have failed. Move on. There's another person who failed and he failed in his character. He failed by sinning and that is David. David failed God when he killed Uriah and married Uriah's wife Bathsheba. And when the child was born, the child became sick. And David went on his knees in fasting and prayer, according to 2 Samuel chapter 13. He fasted and he prayed, but the child died. And as soon as the child died, like the Shunammite woman we have been looking at under this topic, it is well, who moved away from her dead child to go to the prophet Elisha. David, when his child died, moved away to his palace. In fact, David wrote in Psalm 22 and said, My God, why have you forsaken me? At the end of that son, while you were thinking he was so depressed, he knew how to go into the palace. In the palace is royalty. In the palace is where the king of kings is seated and throned. And if you feel you have sinned against God, the best place to go is to move from the sin. Sin always brings death. And when death comes, the best way to live is to move away from the death and go find life in Christ Jesus. David moved on into his palace and asked for food. The bread of life, which is Jesus Christ, is able to fill your hunger. Is able to quench your thirst. Like David moved on, you too can move on. The final person I want to talk about in the first area of failure and you moving on is Isaac. Isaac was told by God, don't go to Egypt in the time of famine. In Genesis chapter 26, the Bible says Isaac listened to God and he stayed. But when he started to farm, to dig wells, to harvest water so that he can plant and have great harvest, the enemies rose against him. And each well he dug was stopped by his enemies. Maybe you are a businessman. The world economy is stopping your business. It's like stopping Isaac's will. Nothing is working in the world. There's economic crisis. No government can fix it. Maybe you are a farmer. The weather pattern is not helping you. 
you think some government can fix it no when the ozone layer is depleted maybe as humans we may be able to start treating the environment right but still the ozone layer is depleted and the weather pattern is not the same the bible says sow your seed in the morning and in the evening do not withhold your hand for you do not know which of them will do well and so when you fail at one farm move on when the rain is not falling well there and plant somewhere else and maybe dig a well and maybe have an irrigation and do your farm the bible says isaac succeeded when he moved on and he continued to dig one well after the other and now he dug a final well and no one fought over the well with him you see the final time his enemies and in this case i said if you are a businessman it could be the economy if you are a businesswoman, the economy is not helping. A lawyer, you are not getting clients. A doctor, your own private hospital. People come and they don't have money to pay. A mechanic by the roadside. I mean, when people can't even buy the cars. When they buy the cars and they can't buy the parts. Well, why don't you move on, my friend? Maybe you've just started a business and it's not working. Maybe you are looking for capital. Maybe you completed your education and nobody is hiring you. Move on. You can be retraining yourself, reading books. You can go back to school. You can start another business. Maybe you've not found your purpose yet. But whatever it is like Isaac, it may look like a failure. Move on. For when he continued digging and the enemies kept stopping the well, at the end of it, they got tired. One person will get tired and it should not be you. There's nothing final about failure unless you make it final. Let me say that again. There's nothing final about failure unless you make it final. Don't put full stop where you failed. Move on. I mentioned that there's another place where we like to stop. And that is at the place of success. Failure has a way of making us stop. And success has a way of making us stop. Bringing our life to a halt. The Bible talks about a certain rich man, that's all the name the Bible gives us in Luke chapter 12 and from verse 16 to verse 20. The Bible says this man said to himself, this is what I will do. I will tear down the barns and I will build bigger ones and I will store my grains in it. And I will say to my soul, you have plenty of good things laid up for many years. Take life easy. Eat, drink and be merry. I mean, what a way to handle success. Many of us believe we have attained all we can attain. Yes, maybe you are driving into your house in East Legon, Community 6, somewhere rich in Kumasi, in Koforidria. I don't know the neighborhood you are staying in. I don't know the business executive you are. I don't know where you are working. I don't know the bank you are seated in right now. I don't know how much millions of CDs you are worth. Or dollars you are worth. I don't know how much pounds telling you have. But is that the end of your story? Do you call that success? Is there nothing more to achieve? This man said, I am done. I am so filthy rich. I'm going to enjoy the rest of my life. I don't care about any other person. God said you have not finished yet. I like to say it this way. There's so much more to do. And we aren't finished until dusk is cast. You and I have not finished. Until dusk is cast and destiny is done. I am not done yet. 
Yesterday's successes are for yesterday. Today holds a lot of things we have not invented yet. We have not unearthed yet. Today holds a lot of successes you have not achieved yet. And tomorrow is even better and greater. And God is looking for people who will rise up to the occasion and move from the yesterday's success and stop glorying themselves in yesterday's success and say, I have yet another thing to achieve. Say thank you for what you achieved yesterday. Move on today to greater things. Caspar Lavata, a Swiss theologian, once said, The prudent see only the difficulties, the bold only the advantages of a great enterprise. The hero sees both, diminishes the former, and makes the latter preponderant, and so conquers. I challenge you, my friend, to see both difficulties and opportunities. See opportunities in difficulties. Use your difficulties, turn them into opportunities. For God wants you to rise up and attain greater things. Jesus himself said, if you believe in me, you will do the works that I'm doing. And you will do greater things, even greater things. If you have listened to this broadcast, I want to say thank you for taking the opportunity to do so. But I will not close without giving you the opportunity to move on with Christ Jesus. Please, if you don't have Jesus in your life, I don't mean if you don't have a church. I mean if you don't have relationship with him. Say this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. Forgive my sin. Come into my life. Cleanse me with your blood and be my Lord and Savior. God bless you for listening to this message. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every week. Until next time, remember, Jesus came that you may have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows.